you guys and a welcome or welcome back to the podcast. My name is Carissa Brown and I am your host for the Self-Care Conversations podcast. So today's episode is a little like niched for my Self-Care with Carissa account. I had an influx of requests to talk about this topic. So I wanted to give my insight and just a few tips. I am not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but I just wanted to give you my perspective on my relationship with marijuana. The cool thing is I can actually say that on the podcast, I believe. Um, But just in case, because I'm very nervous, (laughs) I think we're just going to call it Bud. Okay, because I take some of these clips and I post them on social media and I won't be able to take the good parts of this unless I make it appropriate enough. Although I don't think that marijuana should even be something that we need to make different names for. But, you know, we're still working on that. Instagram isn't too bad. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can change your relationship with Bud and start using it to live a productive lifestyle. As cannabis becomes more wildly accepted, many people are exploring the benefits of this plant beyond recreational use. Whether you're looking to manage stress, boost creativity, or simply enhance your daily routine, there are countless ways to use weed to improve your overall well-being. I know it's really easy to abuse this substance just like any other, but there are ways that you can actually use it to your benefit so that you are in control of the substance versus the substance being in control of you. From incorporating cannabis into your wellness routine to exploring its benefits for productivity, we're going to explore the tools and tips that you need to create a balanced and productive relationship with the plant. When it comes to my growth journey, which is essentially what this whole podcast is about, I have learned to use Bud in a way that helps my productivity, in a way that helps motivate me. I've literally manipulated my brain and I've changed the mindset that I have when it comes to Bud. And it's just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind that I've gotten to this point because I used to be in a really dark place. I used the plant in such a different way than I used to. I want to take you through my journey of cannabis. I honestly never tried cannabis until I was 17 years old. And I thought that was really young until I started talking about it with old friends, family now that I'm older. And it's like everybody tried it way before me, way before me. So apparently, I guess 17 is a little late for the game. But that was the first time that I tried it and it was like nothing serious. I think I did it just because like all my friends were doing it or something like that, right? I tried it once and I didn't end up trying it again until my first year out of high school. So I would have been 18 and my ex-boyfriend used to smoke like every day and it's just something that he started to do slowly and then it all of a sudden became a thing that took over his entire life and he just couldn't even have a relationship And I was just so confused. I was like, what the hell? It's literally weed. And I honestly judged him for that because I honestly just didn't understand it. I stopped using when we broke up. And then about seven years ago, I would say is when I started to use it 
almost every day. It started as something that I would do at the end of the day just to kind of relax and chill out. And I was in college at the time, so I was just ending my day with a blunt or maybe two. And at first it was something that I did here and there, and then it instantly became this bigger thing where I was doing it every day. But I didn't really care because I still didn't have like a bad relationship with it, even though I was doing it every day. I would wait until I was off of work, until all my schoolwork was done. Well, that's a lie. Sometimes I would totally do that and my schoolwork. <laughs> but I would wait until I came home from work. So it was something that I did like at the end of my day. So it wasn't something that I thought was an issue at all. And there would be times when Justin and I would like travel and I wouldn't have it for a long period of time. And it wasn't anything that I was worried about. Like it wasn't a big deal if I had it or if I didn't. And then I would fast forward to 2019 when COVID hit. And that's when my relationship with Bud really changed. Smoking was just something that I did at the end of the day to relax. It used to be a form of self-care. But after COVID hit, it went from being an act of self-care. And it turned into using it as a coping mechanism because it would help me escape and disassociate. And so I went from being this person that did it in the afternoons to all of a sudden this person that did it all day, every day. Because what else did we all do during COVID, right? We were chilling. We were chilling. We were at home. Um, and I was smoking, bestie. It was blunt after blunt, bong hit after bong hit. I just went down a really dark, dark hole. And I'm not afraid to admit that because, you know, we all get down and we all get into really dark places. And we all choose our vices, you know, and we just happen to have been mine. I would try to take breaks and I just felt like I wasn't mentally tough enough to do that. I could not take a day break. I could barely take hour breaks. I would wake up, smoke, do a little bit of work or scroll my phone most of the time, smoke. It's like activity, smoke. And that was just my daily practice. My tolerance would get so high that I would get so frustrated, but it still wouldn't stop me from continuing to smoke every day. And I know that sounds embarrassing, but, you know, when you're feeling low and you are just trying to escape your reality, escape your own thoughts, it's so easy to just roll a joint and smoke all your worries away because it really does do that. It does do that if that's what your mindset is with it. If that's your intent with it, it will happen, but it's all temporary. All of your problems never left. You were just disassociating with the substance for a short amount of time just to come back to reality biting you in the ass. And it becomes a revolving door if you don't learn how to use the substance in a medicinal way or in a way that can help you create balance in your life. I remember one day I wanted to budget what I was spending on Bud because I thought to myself, you know, why is it that I feel like I have a lot of money right now, but I don't? And if I'm just being honest with myself, I knew exactly what it was. It was this. So when I calculated exactly how much I was spending in a month, it came out to about $1,100 a month on just Bud. Like, I wanted to cry. At the time, that was about the price of my rent. So I was paying double in rent 
for something that was not benefiting me. It was not benefiting me. It was holding me back and it was helping me escape from what my reality was. And I was spending all of my money on it and I was fully aware of it. But it was something that I kind of put in the back of my mind because the thought of me not doing this every day, all day to escape the reality that I was in, that was not an option. And yeah, that was my life for about two years. I'll be honest. I started to create my social media page around this time. And it's very interesting because I was posting fitness content at the time when I was going through this. And I was so inconsistent. I would go to the gym for a few weeks or for a few months and then I would fall out and then it turned into only going a few days and then it turned into me just falling off of the face of my social media, which was literally my hobby that I wanted to make into my job and I was basically giving up my dreams because this substance was just more important to me because I hated my life and I wanted to do everything that I could to escape what I felt like I was going through. So within those two years, I kind of took a step back uh, off of social media and I started to reintroduce myself but on TikTok because I wanted to just start fresh, start brand new. Through this time, I got therapy. I was honest about my consumption and my first therapist was working with me to try to stop the consumption completely and um you know for an entire year we kind of went about that trying to make it work and it didn't really work so I got a new therapist and I've had her for about a year and she's actually my couples therapist as well with Justin and I absolutely love her she's amazing I highly recommend her she's so good and she has helped me a lot with this exact issue because she helps me understand that small wins are still wins. And even if my goal is to be 100% marijuana free, which that's not a goal of mine anymore because I feel like I have such a good relationship with, with it now that I don't need that to be the goal. But if that was my goal, which it was about a year ago, um, she just helped me take tiny tangible steps that helped me in the right direction to be able to have balance over it. When I traveled to Thailand, it it changed me as a person and it changed my relationship with Bud. In Thailand, the devil's lettuce is actually legal. And I was around it all day, every day. Literally on every street, there's about five of them. And it's all amazing, amazing Bud. The best Bud that I have ever gotten. It beats anything that I have ever gotten in the States. It's absolutely fantastic. And the atmosphere around the substance is just so different there. Everybody is super chill about it. It's normal. I see people using it as part of their meditation. You'll see people using it while they're doing yoga, walking on the beach with their families. Like it's such a normal thing there that it makes you not feel like you have to have this negative relationship with it, if that makes sense. It's almost like you know you can have it at any time at any place. Everybody's cool about it. You don't have to be secretive about it. And it almost makes you like not freak out about not having it, if that makes any sense at all. So there would be days that I didn't smoke or take edibles. And then there would be days where that's all I did all day because it was legal. It was super cool. And I didn't feel any pressure. And really being exposed to that experience kind of helped me realize that, wow, like this is all a mind trick. 
this is all about my mentality when it comes to my relationship with this substance. And it can be something that I use to help me in my life, something that I can use to help me in my healing and growth journey rather than something that is holding me back. And so that's when I started to really dive into changing my mindset and my relationship with the substance. My biggest tip when it comes to changing your mindset and your relationship with Bud is to stop doing it when you're triggered and when you're angry or when things go wrong. You have to learn to sit with your feelings without having to do the Mary J. Being aware is one of the biggest tools that you are going to need if you want to learn how to have balance with this, if you are struggling to have it right now. I had to start holding myself accountable and I had to start acknowledging the facts about my relationship with with the substance in the first place. Every time that you go for a joint, when someone upsets you, when you're stressed out, when you're sad, every time that you go to that, your brain is associating that action with that habit. Everything we do is a habit. So let me explain to you a habit loop. So in a habit loop, you have a cue, a routine, and a reward. This is what creates a habit. So what you're doing when you're upset and when you're triggered, okay? The cue would be that your boss really pissed you off and you had an awful day at work and you were super stressed. Your routine would be going outside to smoke to relieve the stress. And then your reward is that temporary spike of dopamine where you feel a little bit better, you're a little bit less stressed for that moment until you come down. And this is the habit that you create. So you're getting this temporary satisfaction that's only lasting a short period of time because of the habit that you've created. And you can't break a habit, but you can change or replace it. So that's what we're going to do here. So what I want you to do is take that cue. Okay, you're stressed out. You're pissed off from work, right? So now I want you to choose a different routine. So every time that your boss stresses you out, you're going to come home from work and you're going to do X, Y, and Z. So this is where a trigger list really comes in handy. I love making a trigger list. So these are like my coping mechanism trigger lists. It's a list of things that I go to when I'm feeling triggered, sad, anxious, like all of the things that help me in the moment. Basically, you want to give yourself a list of ideas of every and anything that isn't smoking. Because what you're going to do is you are going to swap out that routine of smoking for one of those things on your trigger list. And guess what? If that doesn't work, then you're going to do another thing on that trigger list. And then you're just going to go down the line. And then if everything on that list does not work, then go smoke. But I'm telling you, that's literally not going to happen. It has not happened to me once to where all of my things on my list haven't worked and I've needed to resort back to that bad habit. It hasn't happened once yet. And the reward that you're going to get for changing your routine to something on your trigger list is going to be even better than what you would have gotten from the habit loop of smoking. And that reward is that you're creating a good relationship with the substance. That's just one example. So if that seems a little bit too ambitious for you, I have another way that you can try to change your relationship with Bud and try to use it to add to your life instead of taking away from it. And that's to start using it as a reward system. I will tell you out of all of the tips, this is the tip that I think has helped me the absolute most when it comes to my relationship with Bud. When I started using it as a reward system, it started setting the tone 
for the routines that I wanted to implement. The habit loop and the reward system is something that I learned in Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is a book that I highly recommend if you are trying to add discipline, consistency into your life, if you're trying to break bad habits and create good and new ones. I highly recommend reading that book. I've read it twice and I have the Audible book <laughs> of it because I just I listen to it sometimes for fun. I learn a lot with it. I'll leave it in the show notes for you guys and I'll also link it on my Instagram story and it's also linked under my Instagram highlights under books. I cannot believe that I used Bud as a way to get me to the gym every day. I am now on my sixth week of being consistent in the gym, waking up at 4 a.m. And now I've even been implementing yoga into my practice every day. And I've just been more productive than ever. And it's because I started using this as a reward system. So what I started to do is choose when and what I'm using the substance for. And so this is when coming in and using it more for medicinal purposes, this is where this is going to start. So I go to my dispensary, I have my medical card, and I tell them, look, I need a strain that's going to help me focus. I need a strain that's going to help me fall asleep. Um, and that's usually, honestly, the two that I go with. I also like to go and get a strain that helps me with PMS um, during my menstrual cycle. But I typically stick with those two things. When I started to change the way that I look at how I consume my marijuana, it changed everything for me. So now I go to the dispensary and I'm like, okay, I'm using this for a reason. I'm not just smoking to smoke. So that I can use it as a reward system, I need to first know exactly which strains I'm getting and what I'm getting them for. And so what I do is if I am going to smoke or consume bud at all, then I have to have something related to it, something productive that I do with it. So I can have the weed. I can have it. But I have to do something productive with it. So for my sativa, for the one that makes me motivated, I started using it as a pre-workout. It has literally changed the game for me. I have been so freaking consistent in the gym because I have used this as a reward for myself. So I say to myself, okay, this strain is supposed to make me motivated. So I'm about to do the thing and then I'm going to go to the gym and it's worked. I've literally been consistent for six weeks straight. No breaks. I'm feeling great. I've had breaks. <laughs> but now I can show up to the gym every day because I know if I don't go to the gym, then I'm not doing the thing thing. And I want to do it, okay? I do. I'm not going to lie. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it with something that's going to actually add something to my life. I also like to end my night with a little bit of THC. But I do not allow myself to end my night with some THC unless I've done my nighttime routine. So I like to pair my little Aero Pro pen at the end of the night with my book and my sleepy time tea. Again, it's my reward for doing the routine. It keeps me accountable because I want to do the thing. So when you start to link the things that you want to do with the thing that you already do, it's really going to help you achieve that goal of having a better relationship with it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not extremely easy. And there are days where I'm just like, you know, I just want to numb right now. And I just want to get stoned out of my mind. There are absolutely days like that. 
But this is a journey, just like my fitness journey, just like my growth and my healing journey. This relationship that I have with cannabis, it's a journey. And that's where my last tip of holding yourself accountable is so important. And that's because when you hold yourself accountable, you then can create decisions that are actually going to benefit you. So even on days that I don't want to use marijuana medicinally, on days that I just want to get stoned out of my mind, I have those days. I have those feelings. But because I hold myself accountable and because I choose growth, and I use all of these different tips to help me, I'm able to make the decision that's going to help me and my growth journey. And nine times out of 10, that's not going for the joint. (laughs) When I was able to create a better relationship with marijuana, I was able to not only enjoy it much more, I was able to take control of my life, be more productive than I've ever been before, and I was able to finally start hitting goals that I never thought I was capable of. I now thank this plant because it is helping me achieve my goals and it is helping me stay focused and heal and grow. And at the end of the day, I realized that it wasn't the weed that was making me unproductive, unmotivated, and depressed. I was just using the weed to suppress my emotions and to disassociate from reality. When I was able to realize that, I was able to start working on myself and changing my relationship with the substance. I hope that today's episode was helpful for you. Um, I know that, again, this is very niched down, but this is a topic that, again, I could talk about forever. And I have a few more tips that we can talk about in a part two if you guys really did enjoy this episode. Creating a good relationship with anything that doesn't add to your life can be really hard. But I think that marijuana is a plant that really does add to your life and it can add to your life if you have the right mindset going into it. Even if you're struggling with it now, I know that you are capable of changing and creating healthy habits that can benefit you on your growth journey, even with using the plant. Thank you guys so much for listening in on today's episode. Don't forget to rate the episode. It really helps the podcast. And give us a follow on TikTok and Instagram under Self Care Conversations Podcast. My name is Carissa Brown. You can follow me under Self Care with Carissa on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Other than that, I will talk to you guys next Monday. I hope you have a zenful week. I will talk to you later. Bye.